Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in, thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas today, guys. You're going to love this company that I just discovered. If you've ever wanted to have like your own private chef Anybody raise your hand? Yes, I, I absolutely have. I actually wanted to have like a private chef for like special events, like hosting my team for dinner or hosting my friends at my house instead of going out to eat somewhere. Um, and there's just so many other ways that you could use a private chef. And there's a whole service around it that you probably don't even know about, but you're going to learn about it today. On the podcast today is Michael Cassiello and Warren Sewell, and they are both leaders and and driving this new business called Food Fire and Knives. Guys, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Awesome. I love it. So um, this is so cool. I I didn't even know about you guys. I'm excited about you guys. I did try to go and like put my zip code in and uh, and, and like figure out how it works and whatnot. And we're going to unpack all of that today. Um, but let's do this first. So love this whole private chef space, like the services industry, like this is it's booming. Um, and I think even now, probably more than ever. And so let's do this. Um, Michael, we'll start with you and then we'll flip over to Warren. Share a little bit of your background and how you even got into this industry sure yeah uh so my my first job was actually at a produce stand uh when i was about 14 years old and uh you know they, they ran a tight ship over there uh, <laughs> totally basically all i did was like restock the vegetables uh and you know we would get yelled at if they weren't restocked fast enough so that kind of created like my sense of urgency uh, and then from there, I got a uh, like a fried chicken gig uh, in a, a local restaurant, uh, you know, in uh, Mullica Hill, New Jersey. And, uh, you know, I was, I was 16 years old. Uh, I got the job because one of my friends told me I could eat, you know, as many chicken tenders as I wanted to. <laughs> of course. Perfect uh, reason. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so from there, uh, you know, I went to college for criminal justice and Whoa. I just couldn't imagine quitting the industry. So... I dropped out of college. Uh, I started uh, working at you know that restaurant full time. I went to the restaurant school at Walnut Hill College in Philadelphia, uh, and then went for culinary at the CIA Culinary Institute of America. Wow, uh, up in New York. Uh, so I worked at a lot of you know really nice restaurants all around Philadelphia. Uh, big restaurant tour uh, up there in Philadelphia. Uh, and what I was amazed by was, uh, th- you know, I'm sure you know of these restaurants, the Star Restaurant Group. Totally. Uh, but what really amazed me was how well he kind of solved all of these issues uh, that, you know, these smaller private owned restaurants had. Uh, and from there, it really created like a, you know, it turned me into a process guy. Uh, and we decided, you know, with this platform to kind of, you know, we'll get into it soon, but. Uh, to kind of remove everything that we hate about the restaurant industry right. and keep everything we really love. Uh, so from you know mine and Warren's experience, uh, we've been in this business a long time. We know what we love and we know what we hate. Uh, and the, you know, the rest is history. That's, that's awesome. Um, and in great setup, uh, kick it over to you, Warren, share with us some of your background and, and, and get us to the same point where Michael just left off. Right. Uh, thanks. I mean, my, my start into the industry was, uh, I would say, not traditional. And I think that's how a lot of 
restaurateurs and chefs kind of fall into the business is um, they weren't expecting a career out of it, but it just kind of happened that way. Um, I went to school out in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, um, you know, out in Amish country. And uh, as a part-time gig, um, I needed some pocket change. I started working at the local brewery, um, mm. Iron, which was right right underneath my um, my apartment at college. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. So uh, I started uh, bussing tables part-time um, just to, you know, honestly, uh, you know, keep some change in my pocket for beer money. Um, and, <laughs> nice. uh, I, I fell in love. I also, I went to school for uh, um, political science. Um, had all the intentions in the world of uh, being a lawyer um, and actually going into the Navy. Um, oh, wow. And I actually just fell in love with it. Uh, the fast pace, um, you know, of the industry, um, working with people, just being around that energy um, just really intrigued me. So I, I stayed with it, um, you know, worked my way from being a busboy, you know, to a server, to a bartender, um, up to a manager. Um, and in a short amount of time, I became a general manager at Ironville and then, you know, eventually a regional manager. Um, and in that time, I got to meet my, uh, my buddy here, Mike Castiello. Um, he was actually my chef when I was a GM when we were both working oh, wow. nice. in South Jersey. Um, so we've, we've developed, you know, a, a long, uh, you know, standing relationship as friends and, um, we've, we've, uh, dug it out and been in the trenches together in the restaurant. Um, and like he said, there are many things that we learned we loved about the industry together um, and also things we never wanted to be a part of again. I, that's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. And great setup. Um, and I want to take it right from there um, back over to Mike. You mentioned that the Star Restaurant Group taught you process and that it solved a lot of problems that were happening in the restaurant industry. And so talk... Talk to us about what you meant by that. And I think, Warren, that's also what you were referring to. Some of the things you loved about the industry, but also hated about the industry. Yeah. So I, I worked at, at the Caesars Palace uh, restaurants, uh, Budokan and Continental. And what I mean from processes is like you know everything from storage processes uh, to expediting. You know, when this ticket comes in, they do everything family style. So everything kind of goes out uh, as it's up. Uh, as far as uh, scheduling uh, different, you know, processes and, and uh, uh, formats that they use for scheduling. I mean, everything was so well thought out. Uh, and that's really, really what drove me towards, uh, you know, how can we make the restaurant industry better? Uh, not just from the customer point of view, but from the chef's point of view also. And from the beginning, that was really our goal is to, uh, you know, give chefs what they deserve. It's the hardest industry, you know, debatably the hardest industry in the world. Uh, these guys are underpaid. Guys and girls are underpaid uh, and they work so hard. Uh, so what we really designed is this platform. It's so simple for the customer to use, simple for the chef to use. Uh, and we really created an experience from start to finish. And we, you know, all these processes that we've really developed and, and honed in on uh, into the website uh, just makes it so easy, so simple. And that experience travels from the, the time you sign on to the website uh, until your event is over. Uh, it's so much fun. Uh, it's so easy. Uh, and the chefs, instead of driving an Uber, uh, could do what they love doing best, uh, you know, cooking and executing these events. Right. You know, I'll, I'll also say that the one thing that we've realized, like we said, the, the business is arduous and 
Uh, the chef life is not an easy life when you're working in restaurants. Um, but the one thing that is is true for for any culinary expert is their passion for food um, and creativity. And what this brand does is gives the opportunity to chefs to create um, and be champions of their own menus. Whereas when you're working for a corporate structure or a restaurant brand, you're kind of bound to you know what they want on the menu is what you're gonna you're gonna produce. Um, and on our in our website and our brand and our platform, you're the chef is able to create. Um, their dishes and then present it to the guests in their own experience, which is something that I know a lot of chefs um, are looking to do on their own. I love that. And what a great setup. Um, you guys do well together. <laughs> it's obvious y'all work great <laughs> together. Um, so how do you go from, um, you know, working in restaurants to going and starting this, this company? I love the name, by the way, Food Fire Knives or Food Fire <laughs> Plus Knives. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, how did you guys decide, you know what, we're going to go start a business around this and, and like create our own private chef, you know, chef on call business? Well, so for me, uh, it's a little bit uh, more into my background is uh, I moved to Charleston, South Carolina, uh, which is our home base now. And I, I got a job as a, a sous chef and I had the it was a, a, a daytime, you know, from eight o'clock in the morning till about three. So I had the whole night off to do whatever I wanted. So I decided that I, you know, I should be making more money. Uh, so I started taking these kind of gigs just, you know, on my own from, you know, people I met uh, in the industry. Uh, so doing these gigs and I realized that uh, they were so popular. They were so much fun. Uh, so I, I set up a website and the name came from, uh, you know, every time I was at a, a family gathering or whatever, uh, I would always get the same question, you know, uh, how, do, how, how do you like being a chef? And it just got kind of gets old after a while and, you, you, you know, you run through it every time. Sure. Uh, but I remember this one time someone asked me and I was I was thinking, I was like, it's the greatest job in the world. I get to play with food, fire and knives every day. And that's something that, you know, no one ever wants you to play with, you know, your parents tell you, so I was like, right. So, um, from there I, I set up the website and it was just, you know, obviously not anything what it is now. Uh, but you were able to order online. Uh, that goes into the process is I wanted to make it easy. Uh, and I started getting like double booked and triple booked. And I'm like, oh, wow. no, what the heck am I going to do? So I started getting my friends involved and saying, hey, I got this other party on Saturday. I can't take it because I'm already booked. I'll just give you all the money for it. Like, I don't care. Just take it. And then I was like, huh, that's a good idea. Why don't I, you know, why don't we take some commission and we start growing the business? Uh, you know, uh, it, it, it just kind of. These these types of things, a lot of times they kind of just drop in your in your lap, you know. Sure. Uh, so it wasn't so well thought out back then, but <laughs> right. getting into it, uh, we started creating all these different processes from it, you know, that really turned it into what it is today. You know, we hired a, a great marketing company uh, and a great design company uh, from Canada. Uh, and they really, you know, took this vision to life. Uh, and it is what it is, you know, today because of in, in part due to them, you know. Sure. Now, um, Warren, I, you know, one of the things I was when I was checking out your site um, I, uh, in the process, it's very much it's a great website, by the way. You guys would love it. Foodfireknives.com. Um, and there's also some process elements on there. You choose your city, date 
chef and menu then within 48 hours your chef will contact you and then the last part is we bring all the food equipment and cleaning supplies which is amazing um love it seems so simple so like did you guys have to start in a specific market and then the other thing i was thinking is do you get chefs first or do you get customers first like you know it's kind of like chicken egg how did how did that work <laughs> you know it's uh it's 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 very organic like mike said um you know the idea kind of generated behind um, you know, the need behind, you know, wanting a private chef to, to cater to these parties. Um, you know, once we saw the need, um, that was growing in Charleston, um, that was a really good base, obviously a great food town, sure. uh, a lot of restaurants, um, and the, and the, you know, just the cuisine and culinary culture down there is very strong. So it was a uh, kind of a really good opportunity for us to branch out, expand that quickly. Um, and like I say, the need, um, came for more chefs as, as word of mouth grew, cause it didn't start with a uh, marketing company. It didn't start with an awesome website. It, it started with just, you know, great customer right. service, right. enjoying the experience, um, which then grew us to, you know, start posting job ads and start kind of creating, um, you know, a, an actual, like, you know, description of what our chefs need to do and who they need to be to kind of carry the brand and, um, deliver the great experience. I love that. So when, where, and when did you get it really started? Was it in a specific location? And did you know then that, okay, now we really have something here versus it being a couple of one-off orders, I'll call it. Yeah. We, we started in Charleston. Yep. Uh, cause that's where I was living, obviously. <laughs> um, Perfect. and, uh, yeah, we, I, we, you know, just hiring some buddies of mine that I knew down there. Uh, and it just, we, we decided we, we always wanted to create a community, you know, so when you have these other websites that, uh, you know, there's, there's similar, uh, uh concepts out there. Most of them are like, like drop-off services and right. stuff like that. Right. It's almost like anyone could sign up and, you know, you just add your picture and a menu and things like that. But what we wanted to do is we wanted to, we want to know every single chef. We want to interview every single chef. We want to vet every single chef. Uh, you know, we, we get down to a, a personal level with these chefs. Uh, we use uh, Slack. I'm sure you've heard of Slack. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Slack. So really, that's that's our community. We have a, a Slack group. Uh, each each location has their own channel, uh, and then we all kind of communicate in there. And a lot of times, you know, we're just kind of messing around and joking around and stuff like that, which is great. Uh, as long you know, as long as it's clean, good fun. Um, but that's really <laughs> what kind of keeps us all connected. And I think that's a, a good part of, you know, why the chefs really enjoy working for us is that we are kind of like a, we've built this community or this like family out of this, uh, which is really cool. And when a, when a chef gets booked for a, a larger party, they know that they could reach out in Slack and get some extra hands for that party. So it's a really, really cool thing that we've built. And we we're so excited for this thing to grow. I love it. Now, one question I had is it, it's one thing when you live in Charleston and you can interview everyone and, you know, get, I'd say vet the, the, the talent or the staff. Right. But as you grow, I mean, if this explodes, when it explodes into other cities, like how do you maintain the quality of the chefs, like, it, you know, in terms of the vetting process and then are you going to enable like reviews, you know what I mean? Like, so you can almost know, yeah, sure. you know, value. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, so that's a little bit of a loaded question, but yeah. So we, <laughs> what we do now is uh, there's a, so again, we, we've created this process with a lot of fail safes, right? So uh, obviously we, we do zoom interviews. Sure. Uh, we talk 
chefs. We check references. We do background checks. Awesome. Uh, you know, we, we do all of our due diligence to make sure that these chefs are, are very legit. Uh, we, you know, they submit their, their pictures and their, their profile photos, they submit menus. So before they go live onto the site and they're able to take parties, uh, not just from the interview side of things, but actually from the menus that these, that these, uh, chefs are creating, we're really dissecting them and saying like, can this, you know, can this person Is really this real? Go? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, just from myself being a chef for so long, I, you know, I know when someone's faking it, uh, <laughs> and, and when someone can actually cook right. just from the, the menus that they're creating. Uh, so I think we, you know, like I said, I know uh, every single chef in the company, and right. as this thing grows, and we and we do hit all fifty states, uh, and we, you know, our, our plan is to move abroad at, at some point. Right. Uh, there, there's not a doubt in my mind that we won't. That I, I personally, uh, and I'm Warren, I'm sure, uh, won't have a, a conversation with every single chef in the company at some point. Um, we, you know, we're very protective of the brand. Totally. Uh, oh, listen, our, others have done it. Like there's plenty of other companies out there that have scaled a model like this. So I, I totally, I just, right. it's gotta be part of your brand. Um, Warren, what about but, like, think, good, good. What, what makes us different too, is that, you know, uh, Uber's or Uber or Lyft probably is not interviewing every single one of their That's drivers. very true. <laughs> So you know, true. <laughs> uh, so we we take pride in that, and you know we we expect uh, the best of our chefs, and our customers do as well. And that really is what makes us different. I would say, and I, I would say it's reciprocal because you know when a chef joins our our platform and their their food, their creations are on our website, um, they're motivated to take the initiative to perform really well. And there is a review process, and you know we want to make sure that. Um, our best chefs are getting the most exposure and the most visibility on the platform. Sure. So when they do create these parties, um, you know, and, and execute them, um, they're on stage and, you know, the, the customer's impression and how they do really affects, you know, if they're, if they're booked again and, and pride is a big thing. So, uh, when we hire these chefs and kind of vet them out, you know, it's the understanding that they're going to, they're going to do their best because they want to be proud of the cuisine. They, they provide the experience they provide for the guests. I yep. love that. We have all, all five star reviews so far, Justin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we do have a, uh, a policy where if you do receive uh, two, two, you know, two one star reviews, uh, you're you out. know, you're obviously no, no longer. Right. <laughs> I think that's probably wise. Um, what about, okay, you, you guys talk about bringing the food, equipment, and cleaning supplies. How does that work? So let's say I were to go through your process and you were to think that I was a good chef, which by the way, I mean, my rest, my menu would be like grilled chicken, Mahatma <laughs> rice from the bag and, for, uh, you know, boiling cone on the cob, which, so I wouldn't make the cut, but I mean like, um, <laughs> but if I did, and then I, you were like, okay, you're, you're on, like, how does the equipment and supplies and all that work? Well, first we make sure during the interview process that they have all of the. Okay, if, so they have to have the guy. I wasn't sure. Right, so that's one of the interview questions, and that's actually you know we have, I think four disqualification questions. Uh, that being one of them. Got it. Uh, because if somebody tells us, uh, no, you know, I don't have anything yet, but if I come <laughs> on the platform, <laughs> red, and you know, red trust light. me, we don't. Even though they, you know, they may be telling the truth, we just can't count that somebody's going to go out and spend two thousand dollars on equipment right 
Uh, so yeah, it's it's the equipment that they they need to execute the party. Got it. Okay. Processor, whatever. You know, pretty pretty simple for a chef. No, that's awesome. Um, okay, question for you guys. So you guys work really well together. You've known each other a long time. You decided to get into this business together. How, are you each? good at specific things or are you good at the same things you know what i mean like when you think about the way you guys work together how, what does that look like <laughs> we've had a lot of we've had a lot of fights in the past uh you know him being the front of the house me being the back of the house we've actually had this argument before where we started uh you know asking each other what our talents are um so we, we've been through this whole thing but yeah exactly what you said Warren is a, uh, a genius uh, with customer service and front of the house operations and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, you know, on the back end, uh, you know, again, I'm more into the food aspect, the processes of, you know, the, running a kitchen. Uh, so, yeah, I th- you know, Warren, I'm sure could speak on this. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's, it's actually funny that you asked that question. Mike and I, um, you know, go tit for tat and pretty tongue in cheek about what each other is good at. Um, and that's something I guess you could, uh, you could come to expect from a, you know, a chef and a GM going at each that's other. That's so all- true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> you no, know, Mike, Mike, uh, you know, I like to think is the visionary of, of the company. Um, you know, he, he's seen, this has been his brainchild and his baby. And, uh, you know, he kind of had, has this vision of expanding this idea to just improve, um, not just an experience, but a chef's way of life, right. Which can be very hard. Um, on my, on my end, uh, I'm a big process guy. I'm an operator, um, big time on organization, uh, marketing and branding and, and, uh, expanding sales for that nature. (laughs) Right. Love it. Uh, I take Mike's ideas, um, which are many and, uh, they come, they come in hot. So I I love it. That's great too. (laughs) I take take those ideas and I try to put some structure behind them and, uh, see if they have legs to to grow us into markets so you're kind of the balance that's great love that um so cool um I, and I, I love these metrics what twenty five thousand plus meals served a thousand plus classes taught do you guys teach classes too and you've sh- you sharpened almost two thousand knives that's pretty impressive um <laughs> we, yeah we gotta update those numbers yeah but. come on like this is, seems like too low I'm just kidding <laughs> these are huge <laughs> Um, yeah, we're, we're we're rocking and rolling. Uh, we're we're expanding, you know, very quickly. Uh, we have different metrics that we use to expand to new locations. Uh, we already know the locations that we want to expand to, or that we will expand to. Uh, so it's just a matter of uh, you know marketing and uh, SEO. Uh, right, is, is the building awareness, right? Exactly, exactly. And you know that's one of the things that. You know, no one really tells you from the get-go, and you know, both of our experiences in the in the food service industry really ha- haven't taught us, you know, what it takes to grow an online or a digital business. Uh, in, in you know, it's it's believe it or not, it's probably about eighty-five percent of you know marketing and seo and it's only about you know ten or fifteen percent of the culinary aspect wow. and all this stuff that i'm used to right you don't uh, even think about that really that's funny really yeah it's i mean it's a it's a whole paradigm shift for me and it, it's a lot of learning on the job trust me we've made a lot of mistakes in the past and like i said no one really tells you and and kind of schools you on seo and really how important 
important it is because getting into any industry like this, it's, it's almost like you think, oh, we have a great product. Right. Great we know experience. the industry. Yep. Yeah, we know the industry. We know, you know, the ins and outs of it. So we're just going to grow, you know. And there's just so many little things and tedious things with, with SEO that, uh, you know, it's not it's not fun. It's not glamorous by any means, uh, but it's totally necessary to, to do it uh, and do it well and hire the right people around you to, to get where you want to be. So you can start doing the stuff that you really love, you know. Got it. Uh, that's a great lesson learned. Actually, is one of the last questions I, I like to ask our guests. Warren, what would be, you know, if you think about getting this business off the ground, you know, and, and you were going to share some advice for our listeners, what would be a piece of advice that y- you could share? You know, I think, um, you know, we, we were joking earlier about, um, you know, Mike and I's banter back and forth, but, um, you know, being on the same page and having a clear vision. Um, for where you see the brand growing is very important. Um, you know, I often um, talk to Mike about, hey, what is our what is our vision? What is our brand statement? You know, what do we stand for, and what are we trying to what are we trying to achieve as a, as a company? Um, we all have, well, Mike and I have the idea of what we want to do, where we want to go. Um, but it's really important that, you know, it's, it's stamped out and it's concrete, um, that we both know what we're focused on, um, you know, as, as far as our brand. Will go. Sure. I love that. Um, very, very cool. Excited for you guys and, and the growth ahead. Share with our audience, uh, where they can find you guys, how they can, um, sign up, how they can register to get a private chef and, um, and schedule. Sure. Yeah. Our website is foodfireknives.com. Uh, and it's like we said, it's, it's really simple. You just type in your location, the location you're looking for a chef, the date that you want and the time, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Uh, and you could search your chefs, different menus. They all have about, you know, an average of about six menus per chef. Uh, we are open right now in, like I said, Wilmington, North Carolina. We have Asheville, North Carolina. We have Charleston, uh, South Carolina. Uh, we have Hilton Head, South oh, Carolina. Nice. We have Savannah, Georgia, yep. and we are uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, am I forgetting any here, Warren? Uh, and then we we are opening uh, Philadelphia very soon, uh, early 2021. Uh, we're opening Atlanta. Good. We're opening Washington, Bring it. DC. Bring yeah. Atlanta. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Also. DC, Orlando, uh, all in early 2021. That's awesome. You can also you can also check us out um, on Instagram. Uh, it's foodfire underscore knives um, is our handle, um, and we update um, you know obviously our chef activity and parties they booked, and just to show um, exactly what's happening if you are to book it. I love it. All right, hey Mike Warren, so great having you on. Can't wait to have you guys back down down the road as you grow the business. Um, I can't wait till you get to Atlanta um, and to try this out. I appreciate you guys being on. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.